0: This is Inspired Wellness with Jessica, a safe space for women impacted by their emotions to unlock hope and discover ways to elevate emotional wellness holistically for long-term health and well-being. I am your host, Jessica, Advanced DFT Practitioner, Holistic Counselor, Meditation Therapist and Advanced Life Coach. Join me for real, raw conversations to educate and inspire you to take control of your emotional well-being. I am so grateful you are here with me. Let's dive straight in. On today's episode, I want to talk to you guys about sleep and how stress and anxiety, but your body being in a state of stress can possibly impact your ability to fall asleep and to stay asleep. And then we'll have a bit of a chat about things that you can do to support yourself to get through this stress, okay, so that you can actually get yourself a good night's sleep. And I'm sure you've been there. If you're listening to this, if you've stayed to this point, then you've likely, you know, been really tired thinking, I'm so wiped. I'm going to go to bed, have the best night's sleep. And then suddenly your brain says, "Uh, what about those finances? What about the kids? What about that guy at work? What about uh, that conversation that someone had with you when you were 13 years old and you never got to tell them what you really thought about it? What about all of these things that are not relevant or even necessary to think about when you are trying to go to sleep? But for some reason, as soon as you're ready to drift off, your brain says, nope, this is a good time to deal with all of your world's problems. And it is such an awful feeling. There's so much anxiety and stress and frustration that comes with just the ability to not be able to fall asleep? Because I know from my experience, you know, it's like, how am I gonna function tomorrow? What happens if I make a mistake at work, if I'm not thinking clearly? How am I gonna get up and do this in the morning if I've only had, you know, however many hours sleep? What happens if my anxiety gets worse because I've only had however many hours sleep? And then that worry, that focus on that worry, or even just the focus on the anticipating and worrying thoughts that you're already having. That can then lead to you lying in bed, feeling uncomfortable sensations in your body. Okay, so you can see how this is snowballing really, really quickly. So things like shallow breathing, you know, that tight chest, uh, that lump in your throat. And then this only snowballs into more worrisome thoughts. If you've been there, let me know. I want to hear from you. Send me a DM in um, on Instagram. And you know, if you have one or two nights like this, then it's unpleasant, but you can get through it. But when this is an ongoing pattern for you, it is going to end up affecting you in your everyday life. Okay, because sleep and any new mom will tell you this, sleep deprivation, there's a reason why they use it as a form of torture. And it's going to impact your concentration, your memory, your anxiety levels, and of course, your overall physical and mental wellness, because a lot of good things happen for your body when you are sleeping. A lot of very necessary functions happen for your body when you are sleeping. But we're not going to get into those today. We're just going to talk about stress and how that can impact your sleep. If you are someone who is experiencing insomnia, I will just say that this podcast, this information, uh, the ebook on my website, which is Help, I'm Too Stressed to Sleep, which I'll actually link in the show notes, um, none of that does substitute medical advice. This is all about dealing with your stress. So the first thing that I want to share with you guys is that there are obviously going to be many contributing factors that could be going on for you and your inability to sleep. One aspect of this is the overwhelm of the thoughts that you are giving your attention to. And these thoughts are coming from your unresolved stress during the day or the unresolved stress in your life. So if you are someone who is unable to get to sleep, or you are waking midnight, you know, you're getting up for a quick bathroom break, and and then you come back to bed and suddenly your mind's like, hello, no, time to work out this, 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 uh, then consider whether it is your thoughts that are keeping you awake. And we'll talk about the other option in a moment. So we'll also cover this in a little bit more in detail as well a bit later. So if you are somebody who is having your thoughts become really, really racing at nighttime, you're worrying, you are anticipating, you are perceiving situations, you are thinking about things that are completely out of your control, then you are going to need to look at thought-based strategies to get you to sleep. But most importantly, you are going to need to look at how you are managing your stress and your anxious thoughts during the day. Now, it's natural for us all to have stressful and anxious thoughts, but you know when they're becoming a problem because the anxious thoughts are repetitive. They cause sensation in your body. They have a sense of always worry, always doom, you know, nothing is right. And so if that is what you are experiencing, then I'm going to talk about some strategies in a moment. The other thing that keeps people awake at nighttime, you think you're tired, your mind is just an absolute zombie, you lie down, and then all of a sudden you're like, no, my body is not tired. Tossing, turning, and it seems that no matter how much you want to go to sleep, you just can't. You might not be worrying. You might not even be thinking anything in particular. Your body is just awake. And to understand why this happens, you need to have a bit of an understanding of the fight or flight response. And I know I've spoken about this in other podcast episodes, so I won't get too deep into it today. But what I do want to say is that if you are not Effectively managing your stress, and this isn't a criticism, this is something that you can learn, everybody can learn, because stress is everywhere and it's overwhelming and the nature of our modern busy lives means that it's really hard to escape. So if your stress is not effectively being managed during the day, during your life, and you are in this state of fight or flight, then you have cortisol and adrenaline coursing through your body excess all the time. And these, you know, these hormones are necessary for your fight or flight response. They're necessary if you had something that was stressing you that you needed, you know, to survive. Stress response is very primal. It is survival. It is all about how to keep you safe, how to keep you alive. But the nature of our modern day stress response is that it is triggered by emails, by traffic lights going red, by somebody cutting you off, by kids yelling, you know, by things that a bill that comes in the mail, it is triggered by things that don't have a clear ending to the stress. And so if you are in a chronic state of stress, which so many of us are every single day, and it's just become the way of living, it's just become so normal that you likely don't even realize that you are in this state every single day. So what's happening is your body is in fight or flight. And one of the things that happens when you're in fight or flight is the release of these excess hormones. And as I mentioned, they're really important if you had to survive something, if you needed it for a real you know, stressful situation, because cortisol increases the blood sugar in your bloodstream. And the purpose of this is to give you energy to your large muscle groups, Okay, so that it helps you to fight or flee. And adrenaline is there to keep you alert, to get your heart racing, to elevate your blood pressure and boost your energy supplies so that you can fight or flee. Now cortisol is also released gradually around 2am naturally in the body because it is essential in the body's wake up process. So can you see how if you are not managing your stress if you're primarily in sympathetic nervous system, which is your fight or flight stress response, if you are always in this response and it is not getting a break and you are not switching over into your relaxation response, which honestly, I preach this, we've got to do intentionally. In our modern day life, we have to do this intentionally. That's why I created Thrive, which is my self-care, for stress and anxiety management membership, because anything that can support people to intentionally switch out of that stress response is going to support mind and body from stress and anxiety and all of the physical things and the illness and everything that can come along with all of that. So back to the point, if you are stressed during your day, you can see how having these excess hormones that are in your body to help you to become alert, to help you move around to, you know, they're not designed for you to lay still and go to sleep. So if you're not effectively helping these hormones to release, say, for example, with adrenaline, you know, maybe exercising your large muscle groups or just moving your large muscle groups to help the adrenaline pass through, then this is going to help your body to feel like it is wide awake. And like no matter how much your mind wants to go to sleep, it can't. So the big message here is it really does begin with good effective stress management. And an effective stress management approach is really going to um, involve mind and body techniques. I want you to take a moment to have a think about the times that you lie in bed, is it your mind that's racing? Is it your mind that's ticking over and all of the thoughts all coming in, all of the worry, the anticipation, the obsessions, the replays? Or are you lying awake and your body feels like it just can't go to sleep? Because supporting yourself to sleep and supporting, you know, what you need when it comes to stress management is going to really start with that awareness What's happening for you? Is it mind? Is it body? Is it both? Do you need to intervene on both? So you can use techniques for the mind such as mindfulness, mindfulness for stress and anxiety. I'm actually going to start teaching more about this shortly because it is just so important and so powerful. Mindfulness, thought awareness techniques, EFT tapping, uh, techniques like stress management journaling and worry time journaling. These are all going to support you during your day to deal with your worrisome thoughts. These are going to teach you how to release the emotions that are attached to these thoughts, how to calm your mind as well, how to intervene on anxious thought patterns or stressful thought patterns, how to become aware of them. And also, they're going to teach you how to deal with what is within your control. And then you can use something like tapping to deal with what's not within your control because that's going to be the emotions that are attached to that. And then you can look at, so if we're looking at the body, if we're looking at your body being too stressed to sleep, you want to be looking at things like EFT tapping. Again, we all know I love tapping. Um, You can use it for everything progressive muscle relaxation. Now, this is an important one. You can get this from my website too. I think it's about $7. Do this every day. Progressive muscle relaxation is such a simple, simple technique, simple guided visualization. And what you are doing is as you gradually release each and every muscle group through your body, all of the major muscle groups, you are retraining your body what it feels like to relax And that's going to be really helpful because one of the first signs that your body is stressed is muscle tension. Your body has a, it's trying to warn you, muscle tension, and it's going to be up around your shoulders, your neck, your jaw, your upper back, that sort of area, your forehead, your hand. A lot of it is carried in the upper body. But because I'm going to make an assumption here, you're likely living really tense (laughs) and that's natural for you now. That's a natural state. So progressive muscle relaxation helps to remind your body what relaxation feels like so that when the muscle tension comes, you're able to early identify the stress. Now, this was a really big thing for me. There are in the side of my hedge, it's a bit hard to explain. So around the side of my scalp on both sides, those muscles were always so ridiculously tense and tight, everything around there. And now that is my warning sign. Now that I have learned and retrained everything to be relaxing as a natural state, when I'm starting to feel um, emotional intensity, when I'm starting to feel stressed, I straight away notice that the muscles within my forehead and the side of my head tensing and I'm able to go okay let's release that and stop this before it gets too much what do I need to do how can I support myself so the body when it comes to stress management is really really imperative because even if it is your thoughts that's causing your stress even if it's things that you're thinking about your body is going to switch into stress response and that's physical And you are also going to activate anxiety with that as well. If you're feeling butterflies in your tummy, shortness of breath, tightness of your chest, then your thoughts have brought on a physical response. Muscle tension, your thoughts have brought on a physical response. So other things, so what we want to do is be doing things that bring our body into a state of parasympathetic nervous system, which is your relaxation response. Uh, so tapping will do that. Progressive muscle relaxation, meditation, uh, mindfulness, breath work, which is my favorite way to do breath work. It's just mindfulness breathing. You just hand on chest, hand on stomach, deep, can't speak now, deep belly breaths right into your abdomen and just noticing, noticing how your breath feels, how it sounds, uh, what you feel as you inhale. Is it cold? Is it warm? Do you notice any smells? Um, does your chest rise? does your belly rise? But that deep breathing with the long exhale is going to help your parasympathetic nervous system kick in. okay So you want to be supporting yourself out of your dominant sympathetic nervous system and into the less dominant parasympathetic nervous system. And the more you help to do this, the more you the more you choose, to do this, you intentionally decide that you are going to switch off your stress response and intervene that response in your body. It's also going to help your mind. Okay? Then the easier, stress, dealing with stress and how stress makes you feel and how it impacts your life is going to become. Now, if you are interested, I do, I mentioned before, I have an ebook. It's called Help I'm too stressed to sleep and it's linked in the show notes and in this book, It takes you through different techniques uh, like worry time journaling, for example, to deal with your um, thoughts. It's got worksheets and progress trackers, sleep trackers, um, and all of these things to help you really dive into what's going on for you and what you can do. It helps to support you create a wind down routine as well, something that's gonna work for you that is going to signal to your body that it is time to relax. Because if you think about other areas of your life that you might have already created subconscious cues, you know, you might walk into the same coffee shop every morning, for example, on your way to work and then grab a coffee. Or you might simply change into your workout clothes and this signals that it's time to begin to exercise. You need to create some cues that take practice to settle yourself down for a nighttime routine if sleep is troublesome for you. I have a quote in the book. It says, it's your job to create your calm in the chaos. Okay. Cause things are not going to stop. Your chaos is not going to stop. So you need to consciously decide that you are going to support it. So in this ebook, we go through techniques. Um, if your mind is racing at bedtime things that you can do to support that using mindfulness techniques, um, using the stop technique, doing a mindful meditation in bed, um, tapping, other things as well, different journaling techniques just to get everything out of your mind. Ways to support you as well when your body is wide awake. Um, So focusing on releasing your adrenaline uh, in your bedtime wind down routine is going to be a big one for you. You could use something like yoga nidra, shaking or going for a light walk, just something. okay? And then progressive muscle relaxation, gentle massage techniques, diaphragmatic breathing and other techniques as well. And then we come to the dreaded, I've woken up in the middle of the night and I can't go back to sleep. Okay. So the night wakings. So there's steps to help you move through this as well in this ebook, because I know that this is a challenging one for a lot of people, particularly because remember from that 2 a.m. stage, your body is naturally preparing to wake up. So if you already have excess cortisol in your body because you are stressed, you might wanna try something like tapping because tapping is proven to lower cortisol in your body by 43% in an hour. So there's things that you can do depending on whether you are experiencing the thoughts, whether it's just your body being wide awake, there is definitely things that you can do to support yourself to get to sleep and then to stay asleep as well. And remember, it is all going to start with how you manage your stress during the day. And that goes for you too if you are anxious because the techniques that you use to manage thoughts um, and stressful situations can be easily applied, just as applied to stress as they can to an anxious mind. Okay. Mindfulness, worry time journaling, stress management, journaling, uh, all of these things, the stop technique, all of these things. Okay. Thought awareness, they're all going to help both stressed minds and anxious minds. And the same with the body Because remember, when you are in an anxious state in your body, your amygdala is involved and the amygdala is what brings on the physical fight or flight response. Okay, so that's why sometimes I'm chatting about stress and anxiety interchangeably because we're bringing it back down to that stress response in your body. Now, if you are somebody who struggles to get to sleep, you can go and grab that ebook, work through it, start using some techniques in there and reach out to me if you need help. I think the book's about $17. Don't quite quote me on that, but (laughs) it's in the link anyway in the show notes. And if you've got, if you want to share your story with me, I love hearing from you guys. So send me a DM on Instagram. It's at inspiredlife.byjessicaann. I will link that as well. I love hearing from you. I love chatting with you guys. And until next week, also stay tuned over the next couple of weeks. I have a really exciting series coming up with three amazing guests, um, really inspirational guests. Who are sharing all of the things they have accomplished despite their anxiety? That is the title of the series, Despite My Anxiety. And it is commencing on the 20th of July. And I cannot wait to share that with you. So make sure you guys subscribe to this podcast on the platform that you are listening on so that you don't miss that coming up. Thank you for listening to Inspired Wellness with Jessica. If you enjoyed, and found value in today's episode, then please help it to reach others who may also benefit by subscribing on your favorite platform and leaving a review. This would mean the world to me. To get in touch with me, inquire about working privately or experience one of my online programs, then head to www.inspiredlifecollective.com.au.